Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. In this episode, we are live at TLTCon 2022. Let's get a Let's yeah from everybody. Yeah! Wow. We got about 57 people here. It's day six. It's been a very fun time. And we're sitting down right now for the first time on the show with special it's guests. True. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> We've been doing the show for a year. Uh, we yeah. haven't had the founder of Elevate Life and TLT yeah. on the show yet. This is Dr. Andrea Hazim. Hi, guys. Today's episode is going to be all based on healthy nutritional information. Yeah. This has been the theme of this year's conference. We've been working out on the beach at 5 a.m. We've been <laughs> eating healthy. Today, we're actually having a cooking challenge where the entire right. team is going to be preparing a meal for everybody. It's going to be super fun. I get to be on the taste panel. Yes. Healthy it's gourmet all, edition. It's all going to be healthy, yeah. which is very exciting. All right. That's the intro. Let's get into the show. People try to put us to death. Talking about my generation. Anything challenging is going to be hard. But so what? Hard could be the new fun. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. I never look back, but it distracts from the now. I like that intro. Everybody says it's too long. Sorry. It's my <laughs> show. I like it. No, it's not my show. It's the TLT show. Especially the hard is the new fun part. Come on. That's yes. your favorite part, right? That is my favorite part. That's my favorite quote. Famous quote. You know, Andrea, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to shoot this. I'm a little hungry. Really? I'm, I, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I, did, did, I heard you brought a meal with you. Can, can I maybe have some? eat what I got. Let's see. What do you got over there? Oh, this is the... Are you kidding me? McDonald's? The unhappy meal. Unhappy meal. Not the happy meal. The unhappy meal. Wow. That, Danny, that, that actually is, looks pretty good. This is over a year old. A year? Yeah. Wait, why does it still look like a burger? <laughs> you tell me. Is it edible? Well... Was okay. it ever edible? It's pretty <laughs> much styrofoam, right? Oh, yeah. That's, and, that's hard. Wait, wait. Wait till you see the, the what, what they call is a burger. Oh my that, gosh. That wafer, that. Jimmy Dean sausage? Yeah, what is that? Look, and the cheese. Oh, jeez. Isn't that scary? That, re that remained like that for a year. Why, spend where's their the mold? money on this thinking they're getting nutrition and all they're getting is empty calories and a whole lot more toxic waste in their body? Oh my gosh, that's so gross. Wanna see the fries? Yeah, I guess. Well, kind of no, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, look, why, why haven't actually, any bugs eaten this actually, yet? Actually, here's a receipt. July 2013? What do you mean a year old? It's no, like I know. No, that's actually from a different one. Oh, okay. Phew. I like to collect these like a hobby. <laughs> look. <laughs> look at TLC the fries. needs a show about you Dr. Would, you would never know that these weren't like fresh fries. Still, still kind of smell like them. Do you see any mold on there? Zero. What? What do you think about that? I don't understand. A bug never touched it. A roach never came near it. No mold. Mold's a, like not an animal, but you know, mold's alive. No right. mold ever was interested in eating it. And why, why do we eat it? Wait, so, okay. We're not as smart as bugs. <laughs> okay, wait, hold up, though. So, Just saying. why does it matter? I mean, I, I eat McDonald's. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, I survive you. off of it. What, I'm young. I'm able. Why, why is it important that I, as well, a 22-year-old, not eat McDonald's? I think you said a key word, survive. Do you think that we should just survive? Am I about survive or am I about thrive? 
You're you're a thriver. I am never about bottom dwelling, average. I'm about excellence. So I'm not saying you can never eat it. Like there's a time and a place once in a blue moon if you think your money is worthy to spend it on fake food. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, that's not your excellence to have a fit body so you can live like no one else now so and live, live like, like no one else, else later. later. Exactly. We learned that this yes, week. That's exactly. pretty cool. Right. So I I feel like when I eat it though, I feel fine. Did, will it like age me? Like like are there anti-aging foods maybe? Oh, that I can't eat? Absolutely, absolutely. But let's, I want to show you a few other props. Show me. Okay. So the typical, I call it the birthday party diet. Okay. And we're speaking to a young audience, and there may be a little bit of like, oh, I eat that every day. Anybody recognize these? Is that crustable? Smucker's crustables. Okay. So before we go any further, okay. I just want to tell you how my husband and I, Dr. Jeff, he was supposed to be part of this today. He's not here. I want to show you. This is our series that we produced years ago, Lessons for Healthy Living. Hmm. And this is 24 20-minute teaching. So it's a full curriculum where we talk about everything of the body and soul and spirit, but the physiology of the body, the physiology of food, how it can either make you survive, maybe not so well, or hmm. thrive. So we like to talk, and here's some of my top classes, my favorite classes. And if you look on the screen, this one is the ABCs. We're going to talk a little bit about the ABCs. And label detectives. That's okay. what just reminded me of that. Because when you get something like this, you see this list of ingredients here that you can't even pronounce. Like, okay, so what is, a, this is supposed to be PB&J. That's peanut butter, that's one ingredient. Jelly, that's one ingredient. And bread. Okay, maybe bread's like flour or water, eggs. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's got all that stuff, as well as like a hundred yeah. other different What's things. What's the highlighted? Uh, high fructose corn syrup, oh. partially hydrogenated sun soybean oil. We got, I can't even read all this. Right. It's and all the peanut butter has got high fructose corn syrup, and the jelly's got high fructose corn syrup. Correct. So I love to watch documentaries, food documentaries in particular. I don't know many young people who don't have access to a Netflix account or YouTube. So just start to do some research. There's a really fascinating documentary called King Corn. And these two guys, I was fascinated, right out of college, they wanted to be movie makers and mm -hmm. they were interested in health and nutrition. So they literally decided to delve into the corn industry which I bring that up because of the high fructose corn syrup. Right. So they go and they buy a one acre lot of land in the middle of like Farmville. And they're gonna be corn farmers and all the real corn farmers around their little one acre are cracking up, but they're learning from them all. Mm. So in the process of them growing, obviously it takes time. So then there's the outtakes. They follow where the corn goes that gets grown. One of the biggest industries that is used for corn these days is the corn syrup. What is industry. that? Why is it bad though? Well, high fructose corn syrup literally acts like um, kind of like cocaine on the brain and, and the body. No, it's so addictive and it leads to obesity and it's in almost everything you look at. Uh, yeah, so I know. So they, they interviewed a guy who was a taxi driver in New York that was about 300 pounds, this gentleman. And he changed one thing alone and lost hundreds of pounds. Stop drinking sodas. Mm. Just the one thing. 100 pounds. Because of the high fructose corn syrup. His body was getting addicted. It, it changes your blood. It changes your cell. Your blood is one of the most important things to make sure it's healthy and to feed your blood. Mm. So, Life is in the blood. Yeah. So being a label detective is important. How about like these little things? 
Oh, somebody will go, oh, I get my vitamins. I eat these little, like, gummies. Yeah, that, those look healthy enough. <laughs> I mean, the ingredients? Let's be a label detective. Okay, Wish label detective. Yeah, I mean, it says right it, it's 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 got everything I need. Yep. It's a nice... Uh, nice it's, packaging. It's, it's Gerber. It's for kids. Oh, it's brilliant. for toddlers, actually. For toddlers, right? Graduates for, for toddlers. Okay, let's see what's in this. Corn syrup, sugar, white grape juice. That's good. Uh, one um, we got, and then I can't pronounce anything else. Don't bother. Uh, red <laughs> coloring estrag. How about this one? Little handy dandy... Oh, yeah, the OG. We got Capri Sun Fruit Punch. This packet is about 10 years old. Look, the bag's decomposing. Uh, Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, Maybe longer, actually. It's impressive. So. It says on here, no artificial ingredients, so it's healthy. Well, people consider corn natural. Oh, so what you're saying is labels could be... Deceiving. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You need to be a label detective. Oh, my gosh, no. So, how about this? So, typical... um, Soda, right? You go to the vending machine, you get a soda. How big is a soda? Is it is it a little can? Eight ounces, whatever? No, sure. it's like a... Whatever. <laughs> if you go to the gas station, it could be a big gulp, mm. or it could be a standard soda, right? Mm-hmm. How many packets of sugar are you think in something like that? It's pretty sweet. It's so like one or two or three, right? Okay. Oh, wait. No way. That's, yeah. in, a, that's in a Coca-Cola? Yeah. How much is that? What, would you ever think to just open those, stir them up, and drink it? <laughs> no. And how about this? You take a Crayola marker, you put it in some water so it diffuses in, gets it nice and blue, like that product we know about that all the athletes say that they drink, but mm. they don't. That's a lie. And um, you put some of these, and you make it taste good, and it's nice and blue, or pick a color you want, and there you go. Nice but sports it, drink. It has electrolytes. It's what the plants crave. Right. Anyway, all right, so we've gone over some of this food stuff. Yeah. How, how do I know what to eat? What's, what's going to lead me into living a life where I, I don't age rapidly? Let's see what other topic can we hear. Let's talk about heroes of nutrition. That leads into what Danny's saying. In your food, I, well, first of all, to answer your question specifically, I think it's a very simple question. Okay. Remember those bracelets that say WWJD? What would Jesus do? Right. So you ask yourself, would this have been in the Garden of Eden? Hmm. Do you think this would have been in the Garden of Eden? I don't know if they had Uncrossables back then. Do you think this would have been in the Garden of Eden? Or this one? Probably not. No, and not even this one. Not even the McDonald's? Definitely not the McDonald's. (laughs) All right. Well, that's that's a a really simple way to say it. So fruits, veggies. we don't live in the Garden of Eden. And the other day at TLT conference, I taught about... High water content, 70-30 rule, that we our body is 70% water, the earth is 70% water, our cells are water. So we're kind of like a walking sack of cells. Mm, that's Think an of interesting our body way to put it. as like a bunch of grapes. Each cell is, you know, it has little organelles in there, but yeah. it's water. And that's what we are. We are lung cells, heart cells, skin cells. We're cells, and cells are water. So we're like really put together little packages of water. Right, and you, have you ever heard of, of the idea behind, like, if you have a glass of, of water um, and you put, like, one drop of sewage in it, it's now sewage. If you have a glass of sewage and you put a little bit of water in it, it actually doesn't matter how much you put in. It will always be sewage. So you're kind of saying that if our cells are made out of water right. and we're eating junk, it's tainting every cell in our being? Exactly. Oh, my there's, goodness. There's something called a biological terrain. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, no. You ever see like a really cool car commercial where they show the car driving on all terrain? 
They're yeah. in the snow. They're going up the rocks. They're off-roading. Just like I do every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's different terrains. Well, your body has an internal terrain that we want to maintain the health of that terrain of your body. So picture, you're picking a, your first house. Would you ever go buy a piece of property near like the trash mound? Mm-mm. Why not? Because it's smelly. Okay, besides the smell, what else? Um, what could potentially like creep into your home? Ooh, insects, rats, and grody right. creatures. Vermins that live among trash. Mm. So if you put trash in your body and you're basically forcing your body to deal with trash and your biological terrain looks like toxic waste, that's going to be a, pro- a problem. And, you know, what a, mo- a lot of teenagers deal with acne on their face mm. or maybe not even just their face. They may have acne on their arms or other places. Or how about aging? We, talk- we mentioned that earlier. Yeah. We said we would talk about it. When you have a biological terrain that is acidic from dead food, there's no life in your food, that just way leads to aging very premature. And I don't know many people who want gray hair early, want wrinkles early, want to be on feeling arthritic or lack of energy early. I think Mm -mm. everybody wants to keep their youth and stay looking young. I know I do. Right. You said something earlier, a live food. What is a live food versus dead food? What's that mean? I know. I love when people say that. I'll say to moms one sometimes, so what did your child eat alive today? Because I know what their kid ate. This was (laughs) in the lunchbox right here. And this is death. So I'll say, oh, what did your child eat alive today? They don't know what to say. Like, well, did he have an apple? Did he have any, like, veggies that you dip in maybe even ranch dressing or something? Like, something that when you crunch it, water actually you have to, like, wipe your mouth. You know, when you eat an apple, a little maybe celery. It's, there's water in it. It's alive. It has enzymes, phytonutrients, antioxidants, and it's full of nutrients. Hmm. That you cannot compare to something that's dead or packaged or denatured or chemicals. That's acid. One is alkaline, life. One is death, acid. Very interesting. So what's the balance? What, what do we need to do there? Why? Okay, first off, what is alkaline? What does that even mean? Well, <laughs> you guys should uh, go on YouTube and watch videos of how people clean corrosion with a Coca-Cola. That's a perfect image of acid. Mm. People use acid to clean corrosion or crea- create corrosion in a way. Like it erodes. Mm. So acid is an erosion process in your body. It breaks down your joints. That's what arthritis is. Wow. And that starts very early. It starts with the sippy cup full of juice. Mm. That juice, because think about this. Fruits are very special uh, food. Fruits are so full of a life and um, nutrients, and it really wants to be eaten on an empty stomach and alive. But what do we do to it, especially juice? They cook it, because mm. by law, they have to cook it to bottle it, to kill anything that's in it, bacteria, but what are they killing? The antioxidants, the phytonutrients, and the enzymes. And they've turned a healthy, beautiful fruit into a complete acidic situation in your body, eroding the things that you need eroded. So what's a buffer for acid? It's calcium. Where's mm. the most calcium in your body? Bones. Right. Mm. Think about what is arthritis, uh, what is osteoporosis? Pain in the, in the joints and bones. It's when your bones are slowly eroding. Oh, no. So think about it. The biggest bank account you had of calcium is in your bones. If you are acidic and you need 
calcium, where is it going to pull it? From your bones. So it makes your bones more brittle, more brittle. Mm. So the very thing, well, we don't want osteoporosis, but the more acidic you are, the more prone you are to osteoporosis. Okay. It's all linked. I think I'm finally starting to understand. So we should be eating vegetables, fruit, alive food, try not to cook it so much, deep fry it, do all this stuff to take all the nutrients out. All right, I think I'm starting to get this grasp. Now, personally for me, I think I can probably switch out some of the junk food that I eat late night while editing with like a fruit or a veggie, maybe something a little more natural. You know what's Um, great? But... Is there like a specific time frame that I should I, sh- I should be eating and shouldn't oh, be well, eating? Well, that's a very good question. Very good. Yes, your body has cycles. So do you ever notice like when you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom first thing in the morning? Yes. That's because while you were sleeping, your body is lining up the trash for the morning. Just like you have to brush your teeth because you're like, oh, it tastes horrible because all the toxins and everything is ready for you to like clean up in the morning. While you're sleeping. So there's cycles. So while you're sleeping, so say, let's say from 8 p.m. till about 4 a.m. is assimilation. Your body takes the food in, trucks it all around, does repairs, puts the nutrients where it needs, repairs the, the bones, like does all these things. And it takes a lot of energy to do that. So it will put you to sleep because it takes so much energy, just your vision, just your eyesight alone. Like, if you're ever tired midday, just close your eyes for five minutes, you'll be energized. Not even taking a nap, just closing your eyes. Because the really? visual, yes, the visual stimulation is exhausting. So your body puts you to sleep, close your eyes, go to sleep, store up energy, get all the garbage ready for the morning. Then what happens? So then from, like, about, you know, 4 a.m. till about noon is assimilation. Or, sorry, elimination. Elimination. You want to get things out. That's why it's the worst time of the day to eat. They say breakfast is the most important. That's a lie. That's a lie? 100% a lie. Really? Think about all the energy you wake up with. You want to eliminate. You're good to go. Then you eat a typical breakfast. Let's say you eat one of these for breakfast, or you stop into here for breakfast. My, and you fr- eat a my Fruit Loops and in, in a, in a grape juice, yeah. Right. Like those things that are going to zap your energy and take all this beautiful stored up energy and be like, mm, too bad for you. You're not going to be alert today and all the things you need. It's going to go to deal with that mess you just put in your stomach. Hold on. Oh, Dr. Andrea, you're, you're blowing my mind right now. I don't understand. Hold on. <laughs> so what you're telling me is I can eat healthier and I can have more energy and just feel better overall? Yes, especially not eating a big typical SAD, standard American diet. Don't be mm. sad. You know, I've noticed recently, I've been walking into grocery stores and I look around and I'm like, oh my gosh, 95% of everything in here didn't even exist 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just processed. It's, it has all these GMOs. Everything I look at, it's got dyes on it. It's got high fructose, corn, etc. I was drinking a Powerade and I'm like, this will, you know, pump me up a little bit. I look at it, it has 36 grams of sugar. Second ingredient is high fructose, corn syrup. And I'm like, how can yeah. I, it, blue dye too. It's like, That's right. it's like, how can I drink this? Why, why would this energize me at all? I, so I actually think taking a Crayola marker and dipping in sugar is healthier <laughs> than those things. <laughs> to tell you the truth, when my kids were young, they would get so mad at me because oh, they'd no. say like they want a blow pop. Not that I never let them have a blow pop, sure. but I would try to teach them how to be a label detective. And I'd say, hold on, hold on. I'd take a Crayola marker and I'd say like, here, just dip this in sugar and have that. Like, mom, like, it's the same thing. (laughs) Ink and sugar. What's the difference? Oh, my goodness. Well, that, this is just, 
uh, we've only been speaking for 20 minutes and my world has been flipped upside down right now. <laughs> this is crazy. I've been, I've been tired and exhausted. And I didn't even think about the fact, hey, maybe if I just ate better intermittent fast, like you're just yes. saying, not eating first thing when I wake up, right. especially a bunch of junk. Right. I mean, I know so many kids at school that they start off the day with a Pop-Tart oh, and, and all this stuff, and then they can't focus in class. And then, right. and then the teacher goes, oh, they're being disruptive. Let's get them on a prescription drug. Just calm them down. Or they not could even be thinking. allergic. They could be allergic to red dye whatever or blue dye whatever. And that's actually that's a really big thing in childhood that parents don't even know that their children could be allergic to some of these ingredients and it could be a simple fix to help them manage their behavior with eliminating harmful ingredients in their diet. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it should be the first thing that we look at always. Wow. That is super cool. Now, personally for me, I I'm going to be honest, I don't I don't make my own food. I don't like making my own food. What what can I do as a quick just on the go I know that I should probably intermittent fast. Would you say about like noon? Like, like when do I start to eat so, in the day? So, okay, yeah, let's finish that conversation. So elimination goes till about noon. So then that leaves an eight-hour window from noon to eight. And that could adjust depending on schedules and whatnot. But that's when you want to intake the food. Hmm. Hopefully 70-30, high water content. I used to play a game with my dad. He had diabetes, he had arthritis, all the typical, you know, blood pressure Normal. meds, diabetes meds, typical. And I said, Dad... When we go shopping, you know, the little seat where the kid sits, that's your other. And the buggy, the bigger part, is your high water content. That's a good tip. Yeah, but he's Italian, and he wants the pasta and the this and the that. So you had to see us trying to go through the store with it not falling out of where the kid sits, and <laughs> there's nothing up. in the buggy. I'm like, put more lettuce in there, more zucchini. <laughs> I don't care what you put. But if it doesn't fit on the seat, you're not buying it. Because if it goes in your house, it goes in you. Mm. And I would teach classes like this to seniors sometimes, and they'd say, well, my grandkids come over, and I need to have it in the house. I was like, why? Oh, because, you know, like, so a grandchild parent should corrupt the kid? Right. You know, and just, like, whatever, let them eat whatever. You know, yeah, that's fun. Then I send them back home. Like, that's not nice. They didn't want it for their own self, but they'd have it in the house for the grandkid. But really what happens is they would eat it too. So if it mm. comes in your house, it goes in you. Wow. So, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Let's say, for example, I am a youth. I still live with my parents. My parents, they like eating donuts and cookies and Oreos and breads and dyes and candy. How can I, how can I eat healthy? That's a tough one. Mm. You know, when I was learning about nutrition, I was a teenager and I got crazy on fire passionate. And I was the oldest of four. And my little sister looked up to me so much. And at the time, I wasn't eating cow milk. I wasn't eating, like, bleached white flour. I was, like, really diligent. And she would want to do what I was doing. My mom would get mad because she would buy these groceries and thinking she's doing the healthy Italian diet. Nothing about it was healthy. Mm. But, you know, when you live at home and somebody else buys your groceries, that's a tough one. I mean, you don't want to be disrespectful. I mean, right. One time I got in big trouble with my dad. I was at my Sicilian grandmother's, and she, I mean, honestly... It's delicious, but none of it was healthy. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat that white bleach pasta, and I'm not going to eat the little iceberg lettuce with vinegar. I'm not going to eat. Then they put out all the delicious fresh fruit after the pasta. So it's mm. sitting in your stomach. I'm like, and my grandmother looked at me like crying. What's the matter? My foods are no good. Oh. I'm like, and my dad took me by the ponytail. He's like, 
at your grandma's house, you better eat what she puts on the table. <laughs> you be healthy outside this house. I was like, okay, got it. So, <laughs> you know, that's why I say lifestyle versus celebration. So if you're at grandma's or if you're at a birthday party, great. But if it's Monday through Friday and this is your lifestyle and you're drinking a soda on a Wednesday for no good reason, mm. or you wake up and you eat an egg McMuffin every single day, that's just a recipe for early death, aging, arthritis, meds, low energy, obesity. I'll right. say that number one: obesity, skin problems. What so. the, the truth of it is? What's the problem with obesity, though? I mean, I've been hearing at least in pop culture recently that obesity is fine. You can be you can be big and beautiful, baby. Okay, but it's nothing about body image. We're talking about energy levels, sickness and disease, and not feeling well. Like, I'm not talking looks at all. Mm. Like, it's no problem being big or small, whatever. But how about being healthy? Mm. You know, and there's such a thing as skinny fat. Did you know that? I don't know what that is, no. That's when somebody is trim and they think they can eat whatever they want and get away with it. But they have zero muscle mass. So they're actually skinny fat. Because if you took their lean body mass and you tested it, they have more fat than muscle. Oh, my goodness. Even though they're skinny rail. And they're fooling themselves because it catches up to you. There's still cancer. There's still all those things. You may have a great metabolism. Somehow you get away with it, but you don't get away with it. Wow. Yeah. So it does catch up to you. Of course it catches up to you. Well, let's say I've, I've been living with my parents this whole time. I'm going to make a decision. When I turn 18, I'm going to move out of the house, and I'm going to eat healthy. Can I reverse what's, what, Absolutely. what has happened? That's the amazing thing about the body. Cells die and get regenerated. Like every year on your birthday, you could have a whole new body. You really could. Wow. The only cells that take the longest are nerve cells. So brain damage is brain damage. That's why I like to warn young people, especially when they start to experiment with recreational kinds of things. Um, it kills brain cells. You don't mm. get those back. You're not going to live long enough to regenerate those. You may want to keep some of those. Um, so other That'd than nerve, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, and also destroys testosterone levels. Oh, my goodness. Know? So you may want to have your good testosterone levels. I don't know. Just saying. But... Um, yeah, so, you know, protecting what you have, that's called being a good steward. You know, we only get one body, and people treat their cars better than their bodies. That's facts. If a, if a red light came on, changed the oil or engine, woo, 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 would you just ignore and put a piece of tape over it? No, I'd want to take it to the shop because then it'll break down. <gasps> Oh, people do that, though. I'm starting to get the analogy. My body will break down if I don't go you check get it out. one. Wow. One. And you can buy another That's, car. You can get another car. Yeah, you exactly. Can. <laughs> you get one body. It's a gift that you are supposed to steward. Wow. Well, this has been a, a very productive conversation. <laughs> I I hope you guys learned a lot. I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. Uh, let's open the floor for some questions for Dr. Andrea. Does anybody have any questions that they want to ask about health and wellness? Got one over here. All right, so she, she just asked that some of the ingredients, like a lot of foods, they advertise themselves as healthy. How do you know by looking at the ingredients, even though you can't read it, maybe it's just the scientific name for something that is natural and healthy. How can you tell the difference? You become a label detective. Mm. So just doing more research into it, Listen. trying to, like, when you don't recognize something, maybe go, like, look it up and, like, learn what that ingredient is. In one second is. in your hand. 
One second. I didn't have that when I was learning. I had to go buy these books that were like a little dictionary of ingredients, and hopefully it was up to date. And it wasn't just for food. Cosmetics, too. Let me just say that. Cosmetics are very important to read ingredients because guess what? Your skin eats. Anything you put on your skin, any lotion, any lipstick, anything goes right to your bloodstream. Mm. It doesn't even go through the filter of digestion. It goes right in your bloodstream. So I would look up any kind of anything. In a, I, I would have this book. Sure. Now it's, hey, Siri, right. <laughs> what is this, this, and this? In one second, you know. Yeah, that is nice. There's, oh, your iPad. <laughs> one second. Oh, hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> She's listening at all times. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> All right, we got, uh, we got a couple questions here. Let's go with Nicholas. First question is, what is your opinion or knowledge on animal milk? Well, I, so one of the teachings that you see here is ethical omnivore, okay? So we, I don't tell people, oh, you have to be vegetarian, you have to be vegan. I don't do that to people. I'm not vegetarian or vegan. But if you watch me, let's just say, I'm going to observe what Dr. Andrea eats. I'm not the one to go for meat. I'm not the one to go for cheese. The older you get, the less animal products you should eat. And I would, obviously, milks and dairies are in that category of animal products. They're acid. So, you know, you just have to really be intentional about your diet. If it's 70-30, you're going to be okay. Now, um, with that being said, so your other, your 30% would be anything I would call dead, that you can't put through a juicer and get a glass of juice. That's pretty much how you look at it. So that would be cheeses or starches or animal products, eggs, so on and so forth. Um, if you can get a clean source that's not full of garbage because the cow ate grass that's, um, or, or corn, they're feeding these cows <laughs> genetically modified, I won't say the name of the company, grasses and corns that are really designed to make them so sick and toxic with cancers. And then we eat their flesh or we drink their milk. I mean, there's been stories of girls like eight, nine years old, literally lactating like they're a breastfeeding mother. Oh my gosh. And then when the doctors drill down why, it's because of the hormones in the cow, in the milk that they're drinking. Wow. So, no, I'm not kidding you, you can look this up. So wait, it matters what I eat eats? That's right. What a concept. You have to be concerned with what you're eating is eating. And my husband, he has a client who uh, raises cows, just kind of they grass feed all around. He's, he says, I'm not a, a cow um, you know, farmer. He's, I'm, a, I'm a grass farmer. He is so intentional about what he feeds the grass at certain times of the year. Wow. That he, when we get the cow, we buy the whole cow and they butcher it up. We keep it in the freezer. It's like the best of the best of the best. Nice. Grass-fed, organic, farm, you know, pasteurized with the best grass. I mean, okay. So now, not and that should be on the packaging. Well, and if it's no. not, you might have to go to a different store. You'll see grass-fed on the packaging. Unfortunately, that's the highest price. Uh, still, though, because some people say, well, it's so expensive to eat organic, so that's why I don't eat organic. Oh, woe is me. I have to be unhealthy. Be vegetarian then. Because it's not worth it because you don't have money to eat cheap food. Like eating ramen noodles every day, I'd rather fast. Something, okay. something that my dad always said was he would talk about you can try to save the money now and try to spend a little bit less, 
But at the end of the day, you're going to be spending more money on surgeries and doctor visits right. and prescription drugs to try to fix the symptoms that the food is causing. That's so right. you might as well just cut out that last bit, yes. throw it out, eat the good food, yes. and stay healthy. In our country, and I really want you guys to hear this, especially this is a young audience, we are not dying of diseases of lack in this country. We are dying of diseases of overindulgence. Mm. We eat too much, too much, too much quantity. Our portions are gigantic. If you've ever traveled anywhere around this world, the portions are maybe a third of what we eat here. And not all the chemicals that are in it in Europe, they don't eat food like we eat here. Everything's allowed here. And what they call organic here, I don't even it's buy not, half of it. It's not. It's ridiculous. So I, you know, people say, oh, well, I can't afford organic. You know what? Don't buy organic produce. Just eat as much produce as you can. I'd rather you eat mass quantities of non-organic produce and eat a small amount of organic meats than eat nothing organic mm. because I don't have the money. All right. Out of respect for everybody else in the room, uh, we're just going to take that one. Who else has a question? We've got, we've got Justin. We've got Joe Josiah. Uh, we've got Bennett. We've got a bunch of people. I'm going to hit the students for right now. So let's go with your Huston. So what are your thoughts on foods that can counteract cancer? Is that a thing? So there's a science, if you're interested in learning about nutrition more, do a Google search on natural hygiene. Just type in natural hygiene and start learning and reading everything you can in that genre. Natural hygiene is the study of healing yourself with food, either taking in certain types of foods or eliminating certain types of foods. But basically, you are what you eat, just like you are the collective of the people you hang around. Mm. It's the same thing. What you put in your body comes out. It comes out on your skin. It goes into your joints. It affects everything. So, of course, you know, what you eat can cause cancer, and what you can take in will help prevent cancer. But everything is a balance. So you know those scales that are like this, right? You put one side down, it goes up like this. It's two sides. So when you're dealing with a health issue, you want to handle it from, number one, the preventative side. What can I stop doing? Mm. And on the other side, what can I do to support the issue that's happening? Maybe that's a detox. Maybe it's fasting. Maybe it's taking a certain supplement um, to support an organ whatever that may be. So there's two sides of this thing. You can't just do one. You can't, well, let me just take these things. I'm fixed. Okay, that's great. But you may need to eliminate some things over here. And I'll give you an example. We had a patient that had chronic migraines. And typically, you can go to a chiropractor and your headaches can go away very simply. Well, when that didn't happen, we were like, okay. Well, since we were nutritionists as well, we did some testing on her and we found out she was allergic to almonds. But actually, it wasn't so much the almonds as the pesticides on the almonds. It was a certain brand almond she was buying that that company bought it from wherever and they sprayed it with whatever. So she eliminated, she did a cleanse and she started to slowly introduce the almonds back to her diet, a different brand, and she was fine. So we can develop sensitivities to foods that, um, that you know, so does that answer your question? Okay, good. Awesome. All right, let's hit Joe Satai over here. He, he raised his hand that first time, so... That's a great question. He asked, we talked about juicing stuff. What do you think about frozen foods? I use frozen foods all the time. I mean, I think they're excellent. If that's the best way for you, maybe you don't shop all the time, you know, and you need to shop once a month and you're going to make a smoothie every day. Great. 
that's so convenient and I believe all the nutrients are there and intact. So I think it's a great um, way. So to freezing do. does not denature food. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Who else? Hope. Hope had her hand up. Uh, let's do Hope and then Hayden. Okay. Can you elaborate on microwavable food or air fried food? <laughs> um, if there was a choice between air fry and microwave, air fry all day long. In my house, I don't own a microwave. I, people come to my house, they want to, they're like, they don't know how to heat something up. I'm like, you take the toaster oven, you put it in there. It's an air fryer. Literally, my kids make a burger from frozen in six minutes. You know, everything tastes better when you reheat it. Like, it's crispy. It feels like it was just baked. Mm. A microwave, it may look the same. It sort of may taste the same. But into the invisible eye, it's not the same. Mm. And I'll tell you, my friend's daughter was in a science fair, and she did it, uh, her th whole thing based on microwaves. So she took a little plant. She had three plants, all the same size. She watered one with tap water. She watered one with microwaved water, not hot. Like, you know, she microwaved it, let it get room temperature. And she had, so she had a pitcher of water that had been microwaved and then a soda. Mm. I don't know which one. And what do you think happened? Oh, there's no way the soda grew more than the microwave, right? No. Okay, good. But they <laughs> equally... <laughs> I was going to say, I'm about to be mind blown no, right now. No, the two died and the only one that lived was the tap water. Wow. What does that say? Says a lot. Well, I mean, think about it. It's denaturing That's, water. That's crazy. It, it is messing with the molecular structure of H2O. That's crazy. And everything else. Wow. When microwaves first came out, I was a little girl. And my friend's father was a dentist. So their family had money, and they were the first to get a microwave. And it was like this giant clunky microwave, and it made all this weird noise, and you couldn't be anywhere near it. They would say, don't stand in front of the microwave. <laughs> They still say that. Yeah, it was like, oh, radiation, get out of the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> and now they're just cute and convenient, and nobody thinks about that anymore. My mom, she'll refer to food. She says, why don't you just nuke the food real quick? Nuke it. <laughs> nuke, nuke it. Well, nuke it. I, I had a friend who would nuke her coffee oh. all day long. Oh, no. Back in, back in, back in. I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway. I wonder why I she kept going back for it. She wasn't energized from that? <laughs> Right, <laughs> exactly. All right, let's do Jaden. Great question. So, so he's asking, ref building off the frozen food question, he's saying, what's your opinion about dried food? Does dried yes, food... dehydrated food. Yeah. Uh, I think it's excellent. However, you have to be careful because it's very concentrated. So let's say you're eating um, fruit, you know, dehydrated fruit. That's really pure sugar, good sugar, natural healthy sugar, but it's so concentrated. So like it could give you cavities the same way that like, uh, you know, candy can or um, could cause weight gain. So if you're if somebody's eating, say, like raisins or, you know, dehydrated, whatever, that's high calorie because it's so concentrated where if you're eating it and you're chewing it, it affects your bloodstream way different than if you ate it like with no water in it. So in other words, if you're going to eat that, you have to drink the water that would have been in it to go with it. So it's basically like you're rehydrating it. Interesting. Yeah. All right, I think we got time for maybe one or two more questions. Tristan, it, you, you were saying that we shouldn't eat breakfast. She was right. saying, what if we ate like good protein, maybe meat or eggs? 
Okay, so digestion happens in the stomach. Starts in the mouth, it goes to the stomach. It's a process. It takes hours. It takes energy. So think of, of um, energy like a bank account. If you sleep during the night, and let's say you uh, stored up $100 of energy, right? 100 energy points because you slept and you woke up and you gained all this through the night. Then you wake up and you have this whatever, I don't care if it's protein, car, I don't care, it doesn't matter. You eat this thing that has to go in your stomach and requires energy, and it takes 100 points. You've zapped all your energy for the morning. It really doesn't matter what the content is in your stomach. So what I do in the morning is I take a superfood, back to the dehydrated thing, dehydrated vegetable powder, which is a superfood. And if you guys don't know what a superfood is, you should find out and get a good one and take it every single day and consider it your food for the day. And anything else is bonus. Because you could truly never chew enough raw produce to get what you need in this day and age with all the radiation and all the things that are happening around us to maintain your immunity, to stay healthy. They say if you don't eat 17 different raw, organic fruits and vegetables every single day, who eats like that? 17? Raw, organic fruits and vegetables, like a variety, all the colors, everything. That it's like you stood in front of an x-ray machine that day. What? That's insane. This is old research. This is like 20-year-old research. Wow. <coughs> all right, well, so nobody eats that way, you know? So. All right. Well, we're going to unfortunately have to wrap up the podcast for right now. If you guys have any more questions, Dr. Andrea is here to answer them for you. Just come after the show. Hope you enjoyed the live podcast. You can find us on Spotify, yeah. Apple, and the video version on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and thank you for being here. That was so fun. That was fun. Let's do part two. All right, let's All do right. it. Bye. Bye.